I, I just replaced mine in the last round of President's Day sales oh, there you and, go. <laughs> and switched to one of those nice, firm memory foam ones, and it's, it's really nice. It's what the Founding Fathers would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> e pluribus memory foam. <laughs> that, 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 that's what they wanted their holiday to be about, what was, From was many memory di- foam. Discount, <laughs> discount furniture and discount appliances. That's what they always wanted. They, they, they said it on their deathbed, right? <laughs> yep. Ben Frank- George Washington ben Frank- and ben Abraham Franklin. Lincoln got together, and they said, hey, when they combine our birthdays into one President's Day, they need to have sales. <laughs> Specifically on furniture and appliances. Exactly. Ben Franklin invented the jingle. <laughs> Not a president. <laughs> Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Should have been. He's on the $100 bill, damn it. Um... <laughs> It's a palind I mean podcast. And with the number that's a palindrome, I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. It's a palindrome. I palindrome I. That's a they might be giant. I know it is. Do you want me to bring that up? I'll have to switch apps though. It's okay. We It'll take a second. We don't need to play something. <laughs> when, when did this become a music program? <laughs> That one's got a good beat to it. I palindrome, I, I palindrome, I, like that. And I am a snakeskin reading the head on the opposite side. There we go. Now we don't need to play it. People in the studio, whoop, whoop, whoop. (laughs) The green room has been breached. (laughs) Run for the hills, they've invaded. (laughs) You need to shut the door when you leave the dog in here. Do I need to shut the door now? Is that what you're saying? Do you mind? Actually, you know what? Leave it open. The dog can go follow her. And now, now, <laughs> he's, now, he now he's Which is precisely okay, so. what he did. Awesome. Here's our guest. <laughs> what? Josh? But you were just here. Yeah, it hasn't been long, that's for sure. <laughs> Craig threw out a last-minute call, and I'm like, Help! I got nothing going on that weekend. Help, awesome. I can't find people. People don't want to do this one. They've finally gotten tired of me. Help. Well, thank you for like, fine. <laughs> coming back so soon. <sighs> Hopefully we didn't wear out the video game news. Two weeks uh, ago. Not, not Three really. Weeks ago? Th- th- there was some stuff I, I didn't really get to that oh, I kind of had. I might talk about it, but but maybe so maybe s- not. Still haven't reserved for today. And uh, yeah, we we'll we'll find stuff to talk about. I'm sure we never really have problems with that. Um, uh, oopsie! <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could beat you to the button. You were wow. You were too fast for me. Um, Kickstarter's done. Woo! It funded. Yay! I'm making a book, and now I'm planning the next Kickstarter. Moving on. Um, Mike, anything interesting from you? You want to talk about anything? I have I have uh, eaten an indeterminate number of McRibs since the last time we talked. Indeterminate. So many McRibs. Schrodinger's McRibs. I've lost count. I've eaten so many. Probably, I'm assuming. I, I mean, if we weren't doing this, would you just be camped out at McDonald's, like McRibs every meal? You know, I, I considered stopping on the way before, or, or st- going, leaving the house and going there real quick and getting a McRib, because it would have been right before or right after the breakfast menu stopped and I would have been able to get the McRib and then running back real quick here um, to start the recording last week. <laughs> okay, L- whatever. But you like McRibs, but yeah, I didn't. We, we gotcha. <laughs> I can't wait to eat more McRibs. Good for you. More than I've already supposedly eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep talking about stuff, Josh, yeah. as long as it's not the McRibs. What's news, Craig? <laughs> What's news? Oh crap! You got me. Ah! Uh, 
Uh, what do I got? What do I want to talk about? Oh, um, I cannot edit that out. UPS. Has, UPS? Has, United Parcel Service? Has earned full FAA approval for a drone airline. They can actually now start flying your packages to you from UPS station, UPS fulfillment centers, center stations, wow. whatever they call them, to you um, at the very least in uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's the one that this this article talks about quite a bit. I'm not sure how many other cities are Wait, so this is still being, a... have been granted a part 135 standard certification for flying pilotless aerial vehicles beyond <laughs> human <laughs> operators visual line of sight day or night. That's what that that certification covers pilotless vehicles beyond your line of sight yeah. day or night. Sure, okay. But it's only in Raleigh and this possibly article, another city. This article mentions Raleigh North Carolina a few times. Okay. I don't know if there are other cities. Maybe that's, I'm not doing your yeah. work for you. Look it up. Okay, so this is not a nationwide rollout. Yeah, that well, like it's that's just a matter ma- of time. That's maybe the test market for it or something. Like a pilot program. Want want. But um. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're gonna start uh, safely integrating unmanned <laughs> aircraft systems into uh, airspace to deliver. Uh, sp- particularly safely one of the things they're integrating. Yeah, one of the things that they're uh-huh. that they're that they're putting in there to start with one of the things is um healthcare stuff so uh you can get medicine and other necessary healthcare things delivered to you by a robot that flies through the air mm-hmm. that's being piloted by somebody way over there and i'm sure nobody's going to end up not having their medication delivered to them on time or people are going to think well maybe somebody's got some you know Happy, good medication that yeah, I might, different kind of I might, I might want to take myself. Because drones are being used to fly drugs into prisons. And we, we have, figure out how to hijack the, those UPS drones. But wow. it's underway. So, um, the the uh, the opening of Silicon Valley that changes every year that has had drones delivering things <laughs> um, <laughs> into the little animated world of Sil- Silicon Valley in the ten second opening sequence. Um, that's actually going to start happening more. Um, by the way, if you're not, if you haven't watched Silicon Valley, you should watch it. Um, the opening sequence is great. They change it every season based on what technologies are becoming popular sure. and how di- as different tech companies die and stuff. So like if you watch the first season, there's like a little balloon that's floating. That's got the Napster, you know, the cat logo for Napster and then the <laughs> balloon deflates and <laughs> falls to the ground. And later there's an Uber balloon. And then eventually like a couple on the season later, there's a lift balloon and it's flying up and bumping up against the, the Uber, Uber balloon. balloon. Sure. <laughs> and there's buildings with different logos. And um, when Google gets bought, bought by alphabet, alphabet gets a big logo next to the Google building and all that stuff. Google, Google didn't get bought by alphabet. Alphabet's just the company that, it's, it's it's the shell company. Whatever. Yeah, Google spun them off, basically. The point is Alphabet makes it in there and there's like and the little things disappear and they have like, you know. Um and they do it with all sorts of technology too, where they show like the they show like self driving cars like pops up in one of the later seasons where they show a self driving car going along and they show like I think the you know, the, the Tesla makes it in one year and you know, just different types of technologies. It's a fun it's a fun intro um to pick apart because there's like forty different things that Every year they they change it a little bit. I I, I do like um, it when shows. And the show's really yeah. good. I do like it when shows update their intros like that. Like like, kind of Japanese TV shows tend to do that a lot, whereas Western shows not so much. But I always appreciate it when it happens. Well, when it's real short and it's an animated thing, it's yeah. you know seems like it's probably like they can just kind of give that to a couple of people and say, hey, animate this thing yeah. in there now, because you know this you know like the the lift balloon, put the little lift balloon in there. Easily enough. Anyway, um, so yeah, drones flying your medicine and stuff around in Raleigh, North Carolina, and other places. Keep your eyes open for a Part 135 standard certification in your city. (laughs) Part 135 standard certification for safely inserting... Pilotless aerial vehicles... Into the airspace. ...beyond human operators' visual line of sight, day or night. Sure. What else is news? iPhone news? You want some iPhone news? Sure. Okay. There is a an iPhone user has sued Apple. That'll go well. Because uh, he claims the iPhone turned him gay. <laughs> <laughs> Almost got gotcha. you. Almost got me on a spit take this week. Yeah. Turned him gay. Yeah. Uh, the plaintiff identified only as D. 
letter initial D as in Delta. Razumilov. <laughs> Should have just stuck with R on that one, Mike. <laughs> Probably mispronounced that. But Ar- okay. Argues he became well, okay, he's Russian, so I gotta work on my I gotta practice my Russian oh, accent no, here real no, quick. Please don't, please in don't, in don't. Soviet Russia, iPhone gaze you. No, that's a what? bad that's a bad version of a what's that guy's name? Yakov Smirnov joke. Yeah. He argues he became mired in same-sex relationships this summer after getting involved in a cryptocurrency app. Okay, so it's not the iPhone. It's the app. Okay. Sure, maybe that's it. Maybe it's not iPhone. Maybe it's the app. Maybe it's the cryptocurrency itself. Maybe there's something hidden in in that code. Or maybe he just likes c**k. (laughs) Maybe. Could be. I'm just saying. Maybe that's his thing. That's fine. Just, just like, like it, just like guys. That's, that's okay. But for whatever reason, he doesn't like that he likes it. <laughs> well, he's, coming, well, he's coming to terms. He well, can, well doesn't say work, how work old he is. Through. Well, and also kind of given Russian culture on stuff like yeah. that, it's not surprising he'd want to blame it on something. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is seeking. That's not surprising. That's that's very true. One million rubles. Guess, guess how many pounds sterling that is. Seventeen. Twelve thousand four hundred and fifty-nine. <laughs> I knew a ruble was. Oh, you didn't go over, so. Yeah. <laughs> in a wow. in a complaint published on Wednesday, uh, Razu Mylov says he received a specific number of gay coins on a cryptocurrency oh, payment app he downloaded <laughs> on his iPhone in 2017. Care to guess the exact number of gay coins? Sixty-nine. Nice. Time 69. Yes, 69 gay coins. Yeah. The unknown sender of the coins reportedly wrote a message in English for him, which he interpreted as, quote, don't judge without trying. Hey, uh, what's the value on gay coins? Is it going up? Is it like, is this, should I get in on this? I mean, (laughs) maybe it's. Is that what, is that what the currency is called? Gay coin? Yeah. It's the, the capital fir- G, the first, the first, A-Y, the f- no space, capital C, <laughs> O-I-N-S. The first, the first cryptocurrency for the LGBTQ I community? I don't know. It's just a cryptocurrency. It doesn't... Who created it? Where, how'd they hide well, it? why don't you look that you, up while I finish reading it? the story? I, I kind of know how you mine Bitcoin. How do you, how do you get crypto? How do you get gay coin? Is it really... That's I'm, what the story says. Yeah, but is it like... Does it say confirm like, that it's gay real. dash coin TM? I mean, is Go like, ahead and <laughs> confirm that it's real. Clearly, you should have done more research, Mike. Craig is disappointed in you. Normally, I do follow-up research the next week. I don't do the actual research on the news story that current week. Uh, it's an actual cryptocurrency. See? It spiked um, with the with the daily With the Daily Star lie? <laughs> daily Star. <laughs> <laughs> um, its symbol is, uh, is a circle. With a capital G in it, with the two little pips on the top and the two little pips on the bottom, like kind of like a dollar sign. Yeah, that looks yeah, like yeah, an yeah. S with the pips. On oh the yeah, top sure. Bottom. Gay coin, parentheses That's a... gay. It's worth point zero one. One gay coin is worth point zero one nine three dollar U.S. It's spiked to um, around twenty six or twenty seven cents um, on uh, in January of two thousand eighteen, hmm. and then it's. Pretty much continuously fallen off since then, so it doesn't look like a good. Uh, well, I mean, it's it could become a good investment. You yeah. could get it cheap right now if it if it ever goes up again. Yeah, that that's just kind of. I, it seems like that's been a trajectory for a lot of cryptocurrencies: just initial spike and then long drop off. Yeah. Jeez, this is, and then it's you know, of course, it's it's three letter abbreviation. <laughs> it's not gay. Is it's it? gay. So I, how is that available? So down here, you know, <laughs> circulating total supply of 10 billion gay. I, I just remember, like, during, like, the... That's a lot of gay. <laughs> 10 billion. That's, <laughs> yeah. more than one, that's more than one per person on the, on the planet. Everybody can have yeah. a, a one point something gay. One point gay. something gay. Yeah. All I remember... Jeez. <laughs> like, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Like all... There, there's, a, there's, there's a thing for everything. Yeah. If you can think See, of I it, just, it's out there. I did not even think to question now for all we well, know of course there's gay coin yeah i'm reading the article and i'm thinking oh, oh well, duh there's cryptocurrencies for everything now there there's what was it dogecoin i yeah, remember for yeah, a yeah. while doge 
What is Dogecoin? As and the like referencing the, the the Shiba like Doge meme, like just a, it's a particular oh, memed dog okay. on the internet. It has tw- gay coin has twenty followers on Twitter. <laughs> That's not good. No, it's they not. should have more than twenty followers. I I, I just remember in the early wow. days of crypto when crypto was really hot that it was actually driving up the price of video cards as people who are mining cryptocurrencies use that video card processing power to to yep. do it and it drove up the price right. for a while and that's just now like starting to settle back out. And I don't know that. I mean, this is just it's just called Gaycoin. It doesn't mean it's lgbtq like gay like does it sexual have... gay it doesn't mean that necessarily I, it could be I happy don't coin a, i don't <laughs> or it could be some you know from another language from something other in, other than english yeah what uh there's no wikipedia entry so i can't oh. like, look up like more specific information about like what this actually gay is. coin doesn't have a website i don't see one or do you have to go to the dark web to see the gay coin website I... how's I... that work I don't, I don't even know i don't know no just, idea there's nothing says this is Maybe he just, I don't know. Well, anyway, so... Uh, I'm confused. All, all I know about the dark web, I learned from horror movies, which... <laughs> That's where all the really terrible stuff is. Yeah, yeah. I learned it from... Uh, I found it on the dark web. Oh. Police procedurals. Yeah. <laughs> so, 45-minute horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not it's wrong. It's always about somebody getting killed or stabbed uh, or raped or yeah. beaten or you know, something. Yeah. A lot of poli- a lot of police procedural episodes are little horror stories. They're just real world ones. Yeah, pretty much anything in the Law and Order franchise or the NCIS franchise. Uh, so this guy says said he got a message. Don't judge without trying. He said uh, he might just be talking about the currency. Exactly. Well, this guy because I'm not convinced that gay coin is gay. Right. Well, okay. So this <laughs> this is how a Russian dude interpreted that. Yeah. He said. Because he's also looking online and saying, I don't see a Wikipedia entry. I'm not right. sure what this Where's is. Where's their website? So I have to assume. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, indeed, how can I judge something without trying it? And so because of this message, he said he began having same-sex relationships. That's that- an awful quick jumping off point. Rather than, he didn't do any research. Right. Maybe he was just supposed to try the cryptocurrency. Maybe he just likes guys. Maybe he's... <laughs> he's- That's okay. He just needed an excuse. Anyway. Well, well, he continues. I can say after the passage of two months that I'm mired in intimacy with a member of my own sex, and I can't get out. Mired in intimacy? He's telling me he's in love. That's what he is. How terrible for him. Oh, yeah, being in love, that's the worst. Not, Not only is he in love, but now he's in a relationship. He continues, I have steady boyfriend. And I don't know how to explain to my parents. Well, maybe you explain it by claiming that the the iPhone cryptocurrency app turned you gay. Maybe. Or, maybe that's how he explains it. Or maybe, maybe that's what he's doing. Or maybe you say, Mom, Dad, <laughs> I've met someone that makes me incredibly happy and I want to spend the rest of my life with that person. And yeah. the parents go, oh, that's wonderful, honey. And then you say his name is Boris. <laughs> or you know whatever and i'm i'm mired in intimacy i love that um mike later today next time you tell your wife that you love her <laughs> instead oh, say honey i am mired, mired in, in intimacy, intimacy with, with you. you well okay well we that A, sounds I, delightful <laughs> i can try that well, our anniversary's coming up. So. Oh, <laughs> in a card. Put that in a card. Perfect time. I have been mired in intimacy with I would, you for I would write that years. down, but I'm going to be listening to this again later, so I'll write it down then. <laughs> I, I might actually do that. Put it in the card, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I was, but in the meantime, I will, I will uh, have to settle for being mired in intimacy with the McRib. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> what else is new? In uh, news of rebooting yet another television series that's been long gone, um, <laughs> Soleil Moonfry is looking at Soleil or Soleil. I don't. I don't know. I'm American, so I'm going to pronounce it Soleil. I'm down with that. Soleil Moonfry. So Soleil is looking right? to yes to 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 reboot Punky Brewster. And who didn't love Punky Brewster? 
when they were a child in the 80s. She had and didn't punk- know any better. She had punky power. And she called things grosseroo. I, I remember watching that Gross show, but I remember room. nothing about it. <laughs> well, it was her and and some old dude who adopted her. Henry yeah, Warner. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and guess that he's not with us anymore, that actor. He died two years ago at the age of Get 98. Get the F out. Only two? <laughs> he made it to 98. Holy crap. George a good run. Gaines. He almost made it to the reboot. I looked that up myself. I was like, wow, he made it... Yeah. I'm shocked. You have shocked me. <laughs> um, He must have just looked a lot older than he was. Three years ago, sorry. 2016, yeah, he was 98 Still years old. Still pretty good. Born, in 19, born before Prohibition. How great would that World War II... <laughs> What, or World yeah. War One was still uh, was just like barely in the rearview mirror. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, a little bit, a little bit, just a tiny bit younger than my grandparents. Um, but yeah, she's she's back. They're gonna. It's on, I can't find the name of the station. No, right I was here, gonna but say it's, how, like, it's some sensation that you've never heard of. How great would that have been for him to have still been alive and in good enough health to act, and he could have been on the reboot at hundred and one. He claims he is the character is sixty years old when he takes in okay. Punky Brewster, uh, Penelope Punky Brewster, who doesn't like her first oh, name. Her Penelope. name was Penelope. Okay, yep, so she prefers to be called Punky. Um, and uh, yeah, because I rewatched the uh, also she the, was the, the pilot all uh, like the part two. I I couldn't watch three parts. It's like a three part episode that gets it started. I couldn't watch the whole thing. So I watched <laughs> I started at the second episode wow. and heard the recap of the first uh-huh. episode and then watched the second and the third episode. And yeah, he has to go and take go to court to fight for her and all this kind of stuff. And apparently like he he's a photographer. He's old. He lives alone. His wife died years ago. He's like just given up on life. He doesn't have any friends, blah, 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 the whole thing and everything. And Punky comes into his life and like makes him a new person. Basically, yeah. and she um, was she was she pu- was punky because uh, she uh, dressed and made her appearance uh, uh, to look like what a a network television executive would thought punk was in the eighties, right? No. no, well, it it was very not even. Oh, you're not, not you're really. not going to believe this. <laughs> it, it's my recollection is it was very much what the memory of the eighties aesthetic has become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it's it. It's kind of that, but the name punky. Um, actually comes from, um, uh, it's not her NBC president pronounce her own name when she was younger. President Brandon Tartikoff decided to counter to wanted to program a show about a spunky little girl. He wanted to name her after a teacher's daughter he knew in prep school, Peyton Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster is named after a real person. Her middle name is actually Punky. Well, it's Punky is her nickname. That's what they called her. But her last name is Brewster. Peyton gave NBC lawyers her approval, um, as reported by uh, Mental Flosses, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the real Punky even appeared in a later episode as a teacher. So oh. she was older than the little yeah, kid. Yeah, sure. So the, the name Punky was from years earlier. Brandon yeah. Tartikoff wanted to do that. And then, um, do you remember Punky's dog's name? Because no. he not only takes in, because P- Punky's a package deal on the show. He takes in Punky and her dog. Mm-hmm. She's got like a little... Because lots of I, orphans I have their own. If it's a, if it's a yeah. golden retriever or something very close to like that, but it's small mm-hmm. and it, it takes a, it, it's young when they started. Yeah, lots of orphans have their own pets. Yeah. Well, she wasn't. She was only recently <laughs> orphaned by her, the father had left and the mother oh, like okay. abandoned her. Okay. The mother went into the grocery store and never came back. Wow. She was, she was left in a grocery grocery store parking lot. Um, yeah, it's a horrible, horrible story of like abandonment that has a happy ending in the third episode. Um, <laughs> But her dog's name is Brandon, named after Brandon the person Tartikoff? who incepted the show, Brandon Tartikoff. Wow. And uh, the actress uh, who played Cherie, Punky's friend, um, her name was Cherie Johnson. Her character's name was Cherie Johnson. Because um, <laughs> why not? Is, is up for the reboot as well. Yes. I'm not sure what the, what the show will be about, if it will be Punky grown up with uh, taking in uh, you know, a foster her, child. Paying yeah, it forward. Sure. I would imagine that's probably where that's going, that they'll, there'll be a foster child involved in some way, shape, or form. Um, but they're moving forward with it. And I found myself watching those two episodes of Punky Brewster yeah. again, thinking, like, this would never happen. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> A it, 60-year-old yeah. 
Bachelor. What city were they in? <laughs> Ostensibly New York. It was New York City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they had, you know, just a He lived in like a, tiny a, like little, a little, little walk-up. Sure. Like, yeah, a little second yeah. floor walk-up kind of in New York. She has to sneak in through the fire escape. That's right, yeah. And haul the haul the dog up on and put the dog in a bag and haul it up on a That's rope. Right. Forgot the, about the dog in the bag. Yeah. And the thing that gets me is that the opening theme is her it's literally just like her panhandling to start with. And she's she's outside of a grocery store and she's helping people haul their groceries to their car and getting paid like a nickel. Yeah. And she's, you know, and it's like and all these all these people are like None of them ever says, "Little girl." Yeah, what are you doing out, where, out where on are the street panhandling? <laughs> does she have a? Does she she have doesn't a... look homeless because she's just been abandoned. She's like in yeah. nice clothes. She's in her punky clothes. Like these are freaking New Yorkers, man. Like if New Yorkers ever got the the like if we ever think of New Yorkers as being uncaring, blah blah blah, you know all that, yeah, that sure. cliche. It's from this opening. They see a little kid, an eight year old girl, begging for money in front of a grocery store for how long? One of the check, one of the cashiers just inside on the other side of those giant glass doors didn't see this kid sitting out there for hours on end begging for money and go, hey, little girl. <laughs> Maybe we should look into this. <laughs> Maybe we should be a human being with just the tiniest bit of empathy and ask the little girl if she's okay. But nah, they didn't. No. So she had to sneak into Henry's apartment and thus began... Uh, um. Henry, oh, she Henry was, Warnemont. She squatted. She was. Yeah. She broke in. Well, that's what the opening, uh, the the the, uh, the opening theme oh. leads you to believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she snuck in for a place to stay. She just happened to pick him, and he just happened to kind of fall in love with that little girl, and it, it brightened his day and made him a better person and opened him up to the world again. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and most of the jokes in like there revolve child, around him being widower. Old. Is that his deal? Yes. Yeah. The, the jokes revolve around him being old, um, her being incredibly precocious, and then uh, do we have we all seen Grease? No. Movie Grease? Uh, it's been a while. But Remember yes, Eugene, the nerdy kid on Grease, the one that they all make right. fun of? Right, 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 right. He's the handyman. <laughs> in oh, the building. that's right. And he's he the is, he's their Schneider. He's their Schneider. But he is terrible at his job, and so he shows up and has a scene in every episode where he is essentially, and I, this is the only way to put it, he's the comic relief uh-huh. on the show that is really not that funny. Yeah. And I found myself thinking about TV shows you know, like of that era, like there's sitcoms that are, we think of like, you know, pick a sitcom that really is funny, that really, you know, just really bullet. You know, fires out the jokes. Good places, really good. Good, yeah. lots of jokes constantly, right? But tells sure. a good story too. You know, Thirty Rock, great joke per minute. I think Thirty Rock is one of the best for like jokes yeah, per yeah, minute, yeah, for sure. But there was a period during the eighties when there the, there was a lot of shows that they weren't the sitcoms were they more... were telling a nice story, yeah. but but then in a familiar have... setting that and... had sort of a gentle yeah, yeah. humor to it. And I've mentioned this about Happy Days. Happy Days is not that funny. No, but it is a nice nostalgic story Would you... of a of a family, sure. and there's a gentle humor to it, and there's some you know full yeah. on joke jokes moments, but and, it's mostly just a pleasant story. And, and then and that's you'll... what this show is until the freaking <laughs> Melvin or whatever his name is shows yeah. up and just everything turns into slapstick, and he's got some <laughs> a broken plunger, and he's all covered in mud, and like some weird something <laughs> yeah. just happened in the broken building. plunger. That's not mud. <laughs> yeah, and and, and well. I'll... Because, yeah, a lot of the sitcoms of the era were like that. They'd be that kind of gentle comedy like you're describing, but then you'd have this, like, concentrated comedic character that was there to, like, break up the more dramatic bits. Yeah, yeah and there was, there was and always a, was, a message. And when it was people living in an apartment building, man, late 70s, early 80s, they loved their maintenance It people. was always that, yeah. Everything was, was always was Schneider breaking. on one day at a time. There yeah. was Booger, uh, actual name Bookman. On uh, 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 um, good times, good times, um, yeah, they really loved that. And then, and then, if the people were rich, then it was, of course, um, then it was domestic the, help. Yeah, it was, the, it was the butler or the maid, the maid. Or, for sure, for sure. Yeah, if they were poor, it was the maintenance person. They loved to have that. That and if they tersh- were in between, it was just it was their it was their up. neighbor. Yeah, yeah. the wacky Jeez. neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Punky Brewster. So now we'll <laughs> see. Now none of the listeners have to watch any of those shows because we just described them all. 
except for the fact that they keep kind of bringing them back because nostalgia shows that are fine i mean i i watched we talked about it on here i watched uh, some episodes of uh perfect strangers a while back that is Hmm. not a gentle humor show that is a show that goes for the jokes yeah and it, um, it, and it and it and it relies a fair bit on physical humor as well. Like yeah. Laverne and Shirley is a spinoff of Happy Days. That goes for the jokes more. And that stuff always seems. I feel like it ages better. Especially like physical humor. like the stuff that's more physical, less like situational or of the day. Like that always seems to age better. Yeah, it's like. So there you go. That's my story on Punky Brewster. So when does that come back? I don't know. Okay. They probably haven't put a date on it yet if it's that early in production. Feels, feels like something that's they're probably looking at. It'll be like a, you know, spring show next year kind of thing. Yeah, probably like if every, they're talking about it now. Everything announced now is usually like twenty twenty at some point. But uh yeah, there you go. He's forty two. I was gonna Soleil, guess Soleil forty Soleil Moon Fry. About forty. Yep, 42. Has four kids of her own. Wow. She did some acting there, and then she kind of fell away from that and did all sorts of other things. And Universal Content Productions, which is a division of NBCs, looking to do the reboot. But the, well, does that mean it will be on NBC? I don't know. Well, as I was about to say, has every... That doesn't necessarily mean, like, a show gets made by one um, production company, you know, can end up on a different network. Well, on... Everyone on cable. Well, and everyone's also trying to build content for their own streaming services now, so it could be for something like that along those lines. That's true too. This could end up on Peacock. It's an NBC thing. Has NBC announced what their own streaming is going to be? Peacock. Okay, I had that coming. Is that as in Max and the Peacock? Yep. HBO Max. Well, I'd watch that. (laughs) Not a TV show. (laughs) (laughs) It's HBO Max, which is a streaming service, and Peacock, which is another streaming service. So I'm done. Everybody has their own streaming service, and now there are 8,000 streaming services to go along with all the 8,000 yep, channels. and I get four of them, and yeah. it gets me everything I want. Yay. And every so often, I purchase a series. Well, yeah. I, I, I do appreciate that Like Disney is being like, here's this bundle for everything that's under our umbrella, and I think HBO Max is also going to be like multiple networks worth of stuff on their streaming service. Yeah, well, we which, talked about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, where yeah. It, yeah it's going to Big Bang Theory is going to be on there. So, like, it, 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 stuff's crossing over yeah. all, the time, mm-hmm. all, the, all the time. It's just where, where can they get the money? Well, and HBO, if, HBO has the money to put into it and say, yes, please give us uh, Big Bang Theory because that will get people um, buying our, you know, getting our subscription service. You, you know, put a bunch of popular shows in there and that's the only place you can get them. Well, and people, but, people will subscribe to HBO Max. It's it's and it's going to be the thing where you're going to have this proliferation of all these streaming services, and then eventually they'll a bunch of the smaller ones will collapse, and everything yep. will contract again, and we won't and have to deal be, with this for a while. So are we are we going to be getting into a streaming service bubble <laughs> at some point? Where I think we've got we're, too many of them. I think we're entering the bubble now. Yeah. No, wait, wait till all the net once all the networks, all the main networks have one, and all the like you know the top maybe seven or eight of your cable networks, like your FXs and AMCs, and then they all have their own individual ones. Then we're in the bubble. Then it's a question to see which one's going to go kerplooey and start to roll all their stuff into, like you know FX streaming service goes, but this isn't worth it. <laughs> Let's just sell all our stuff to HBO Max. Yeah, and who knows what'll happen with Hulu because that was built as a multi-network kind of thing begin with which i think that one of the reasons it's under the disney plus bundle is disney holds the majority stake in it now yep so anyway for a long time people thought disney was just going to make that their streaming service but they decided they needed something else they needed something with their name on it and it was too difficult to nobody knows hulu is owned by disney yeah owned by disney yeah disney plus it says disney right there in the title and they figured (laughs) it was worth more to keep the hulu name than to try to rebrand it with the disney name yep all right, I'm done. You got news? No, none that's good. <laughs> I had some that I I was trying to scan, and they were dull. You want some punky news? Punky, not punky news. Punky, punky, what? punky Brewster. Um, <laughs> punky Brewster facts. Wait, didn't we just have punky news? Yeah, well, as long as we're hitting on it, then punky, 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 Brewster, punky facts. Brewster facts. One of them was the the Brandon the dog, and one of them was the uh, punky was a real person. Um, the actress who played Vicky the robot. In small wonder, 
Yeah. Audition for Punky. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I remembered for some weird reason. An actor named, and don't don't step on it right away, but an, an actor named Fred Gwynn <laughs> auditioned for the role of Henry. Yeah. And had been kind of out of acting, not really in the spotlight for quite a long time. And then somebody in the casting said, hey, <laughs> you're Herman, Herman Munster. <laughs> and so, yeah. He, he didn't get the job. He removed himself from... Uh, Contention. He but then himself. he got the role as the judge and my cousin Vinny <laughs> and made his comeback then. Did you say Utes? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh, do you remember the Fridge episode? Oh. There's an episode where mm-hmm. one of the kids, one of Punky's friends, actually gets trapped inside of a Meets William the Refrigerator Perry. <laughs> No, so no. it was set in Chicago, yeah. not New York. No, no. Oh, I, I, I well, don't... you know the old thing yeah. where, like, before refrigerators had the magnetic, you know, yeah. the magnet seal, they had latches. Sure. Didn't, yeah. And there was no handle on and the that's, inside. And, that, and that's why when you put old your junked refrigerator, when you put your old refrigerator out to retire in the front yard on, up on blocks next to the Camaro, you had to take the door off. Yep. Because otherwise, some kids or dumb trailer park kid would crawl in there and die. Well, or, or some kid would put an animal in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've has like every show in the '80s had that episode involving yep. that fridge. Punky safety was one thing. of them. <laughs> Somebody you know getting how, locked inside something. Anyway, you know how right? You know how uh, on Sundays, um, Sunday, 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 Sunday evening, the football games in the afternoon go, can go a little long, mm-hmm. and they, all of a sudden they cut into your primetime television. Yep. Well, during um, part of Punky's run, they started taking episodes of Punky and dis- and. Writing them and filming them in such a way that you could chop them in half. Yeah. And they would each 15 minutes or like really 12 minutes with the ads and everything would tell like a little story. And they would put that on in between football and Knight Rider. (laughs) So that if football ran over a little bit, you wouldn't get punky. This horribly disjointed thing. You'd get like a little 15 minute. And that was the first time that television had done a 15-minute television program since news episode, news shows, back in like the 50s and 60s. Wow. So for a short time, there were 15-minute television episodes of Punky Brewster during football season. So if they if they were able to, if the football game didn't run over, they just showed two 15-minute episodes of Punky Brewster. If they could show, they would show the whole thing. And if they couldn't, they would have, they would, they would have the, the game would run over, the commentators would yak for an extra five minutes or so it took, right. to get to the second 15 minutes. And episode. a lot of like animated shows now use that model of like 30 minute shows split into two distinct halves. Like it, it's become a really common thing in animation specifically. There you go. Does your fact sheet say that if there were any 15 minute episodes that did not get aired because of that? I, no. No. Finally. Um, what event took place in 1986 while Punky Brewster was still on? Actually, it was in syndication at this point. What event took place in 1986 that affected children all over the world? Challenger disaster? They addressed it on Punky Brewster. Really? They, had an epi- they, they cobbled, they threw an episode together very, very quickly, shortly after the Challenger explosion, and had um, Punky and her friends see it happen on and TV. then have to deal with it. They probably didn't show the explosion, well, you know, the sure. show yeah, the, yeah. but they yeah. showed the kids and showed, and the kids had a reaction, and then the kids probably, had to talk to were their they all parents. Watching and it in, in in school and classroom, and, and now, they, has, so they actually actually addressed it. As I was trying to think, I would have been show. in first grade when that were, happened. I, yeah, I vaguely remember watching that when it happened. Yeah, I went. They went a, and they 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 brought in psychologists, child psychologists, to talk to them about like you know how we should we handle this, and they had they had an actual episode, um, and of course you know to. Uh, to, to beef it up for make sure people watch, um, and the parents will watch it with their kids, um, Buzz Aldrin was in the episode. Ah. So that the parents would watch because Monkey Brewster drew a lot of younger audience. They wanted the parents to watch it with the kids. Sure. So there you go. Interesting. Punky trivia. Anything else? What are we doing? You punkied us. I did. <laughs> I punkied all over you. Oh. Ew. Oh. Funny, but ew. yeah, got punky all over your head, neck, and chest. Wow, <laughs> it's a little girl, Craig. Come on, she's forty-two now. That's true, and she's kind of hot. And she's 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 dressed at like on Twitter when her Twitter follower number hit like some plateau, like a million or something like that, five hundred thousand, whatever. She she dressed as 
her character. She dressed oh. up as Funky again. <laughs> but in adult size clothes. <laughs> yeah, just, well, yeah, no, she put on the little tiny clothes so she was sexy, <laughs> Punky. Come on. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> yeah, she put on like <laughs> adult sized clothes, but yeah, with the, the jeans and the bandana thing on the arm. And Were there like multicolored leggings? Am I remembering that correctly? It was also, or was it a, just all brightly colored? It was a lot of brightly mish- colored mishmash. stuff. It was, it was, there was a lot of color. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Anything else anybody wants to talk about? Uh, I could talk about Gears 5. Gears 5. <laughs> yeah, Gears 5, the fifth game in the Gears of War franchise. They dropped the of war. It's just Gears 5 is the official name. <laughs> Don't ask me why. It's There's still a lot of war going on in that series. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Got rid of all the war. Nothing but Gears. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's Gears of War is a very funny series. Has it, it? It's one of those kind of in the vein of like, like the Warhammer stuff, where it's like it's so grim, dark. It becomes hilarious. Like everything's so dire that it just becomes completely unbelievable. And like, the, like in the the first that you have like the first trilogy one through three that like is all like super manly men with gigantic jaws one of whom (laughs) one of whom is played by um terry tate office linebacker and it's basically just kind of terry tate uh as a soldier (laughs) it's it's a good time and it's one of those early like when sometimes games are referred to as corridor shooters uh when they're like when the path through the game is kind of too defined and gears is kind of one of the early, like one of the better examples of that. It's just you going through rooms with a lot of waist high cover, uh, taking out groups of enemies a little at a time. And so like the first trilogy ended, they did uh four a few years ago, which is, you know, first game of a new trilogy and four was fine. But that, like, they introduced these new characters, but then half the game was hooking back up with the old characters people remembered, so no one really had a chance to get attached to the new characters. Uh, So five, they're actually, like, the new characters are actually getting to do interesting things of their own and, you know, giving you a chance to get attached to them. And it's just, it's kind of a a return to form in a lot of ways. Uh, just like really high quality shooting, really interesting story. And they added like the reason I mentioned the whole corridor shoot shooter thing is they have these semi open world parts in part of the game now where like you're on a skiff going from point of interest to point of interest. And there's like optional stuff you can find, but you always know if a fight's going to happen as it kind of narrows the, the battlefield area basically. But it's it's just this and, and like the story refocuses like the the first game kind of your main character was the son of one of the characters from the original trilogy. Um, the Gears five, it kind of shifts focus to uh, basic the, the one who in four was just kind of the girl uh, on the team who like they finally flesh her out and they connect her back to characters from the original trilogy like. You have like this big mega government who who kind of has like the planets in sorry shape because in the original trilogy it was about a war with what was basically a mutated uh, portion of the human race called the locusts. God, I hate those guys. Yeah, <laughs> they are the worst. <laughs> yeah, were they? Were they? They never like, used their blinkers in traffic. Yeah. That they, they, they weren't. They drive. They take the the shopping cart right down the middle of the aisle. Yeah. They they weren't really like they called Talk them loud on Bluetooth. They're just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> They're blue tools. <laughs> yeah, and it was they called them locusts, not necessarily because they were like insectoid in in appearance. It was more like it was a kind of hive structure, sure, right. and they tended to swarm things yeah, and that okay. sort of thing. And so, like the new trilogy, stayed that... up in the trees making a bunch of noise, big <laughs> racket. God, shut up already. All of them on their Bluetooth yeah. up there just 
Tongue yep, 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 yep. Of course, that was kind of half the problem with four. <laughs> with uh, four, as in three, you had kind of destroyed the locusts, and of course, then in four, they were like, "We need to find a way to bring them back." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So, but but like in five, they've kind of. We should get rid of bees. Bees suck. Wait, no. Wait, we need to bring the bees back. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the, oddly enough, I learned recently, apparently, like, mosquitoes are also big pollinators. So if something happens to the bees, we'll have to beef up the mosquito community, and no one wants that. No, I no. Just, just don't pollinate anything. <laughs> just let Get the planet, rid of them all. Just let the planet sure, die. Sure, yeah. <laughs> just enjoy, husk. enjoy those last couple yeah. of years insect-free. Mm, all that tasty carbon dioxide <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but carbon dioxide surplus yeah. <laughs> come to earth for your carbon dioxide <laughs> but yeah two and, for one sale <laughs> but yeah just another game in this long-running series a fun return to form cool. just they added some new elements that were really interesting they brought back some old elements i could have done without like bosses with insta-kill abilities so you can make all this progress and then just dodge the wrong way and you're done and (laughs) one in particular at the end of the second act i struggled with for a while but eh, i got past it it was fine (laughs) it's the sort of thing where it's like i look at it it's like i know some people appreciate this challenge and i probably did when i was like late teens early 20s I don't have the time to get bogged down in that stuff anymore. (laughs) Did you you see people absolutely crapping themselves online for a while there over easy modes? Oh, for sure. There was a big screaming mess among some video game purists about, like, oh, if you got to play a game on easy mode, then you're not a real gamer. And they're just like, bunch of a-holes hey hey like i did shut up and play your game the way you want to and let them play the game the way they want to yeah no you want to play the game on cakewalk mode let them leave them alone they're not taking away regular and more difficult mode (laughs) yeah no (laughs) when i you know if a lot of people take cakewalk mode it turns off hard mode for everybody else yeah it's pretty sweet yeah no (laughs) everybody play cake mode quick well has like for me like i like i i used to like the difficulty but then I became an adult with adult responsibilities, and I don't have that amount of time to sink into games to anymore. Crunch through all that stuff, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I don't play it in an, in an easier mode. Yeah, I, I don't want to get like like there are difficult games I like to play. Like there's stuff like Bloodborne where I like for the Lovecraftian and Victorian aesthetics of everything. Like like I'll put up with the hard for something I like that much, but. But like I don't need it in every game, and and it it's I like having the option to play on an easier mode to just yeah, kind of feel powerful and and blip through things. I just saw a bunch of people that just absolutely lost their crap a week or two ago. Yeah, where there's just uh, my my particular social media feed was just inundated with people being well, well, and you were cranky just... about that, and a whole bunch of other people saying, "Hey, knock it off." Yeah, well, and you were just kind of seeing the second wave of a conversation that's been going on for about yeah. a year or two now like like, and that seems to come back up every time a new dark souls light game comes out has dark souls is held up as kind of the gold standard of difficult games for the record listeners this is the podcast on easy mode it has always (laughs) been on easy mode except for like the episode where the the audio got kind of (laughs) weird that was two episodes (laughs) so that those were those were hard mode yeah (laughs) so if you want to to listen to the podcast on hard mode only listen to that crap <laughs> those two episodes over and over you don't again get to for the listen rest to of easy your days. mode burger also for all of my role-playing games if you insist upon hard mode i will write a one-page pdf that kills your character really <laughs> fast it's and possible I'll send that off he'll to you. do it <laughs> and you can play with that rule don't encourage him <laughs> no when you're when you're a. Uh... A, a grown ass adult with grown ass adult responsibilities, and you don't have time to sit there for thirty hours straight drinking Red Bull and whatever other energy drinks, and not eating or going to the bathroom and pounding de- Adderall. De- yeah, de- de- <laughs> taking drugs, depleting your electrolytes. Um, you know, you're, you're, your electrolytes. You sound like an adult. Your uh, your adult, your grown ass adult body can't take that anymore. I mean, there are young ass slacker gamers who can't take that, 
and die. Yeah. yeah, but you're not a real you're not a real gamer unless you can play the game and finish it on hard mode, man. You're my, not real. My, and my big problem is like in fact, you're so not real, you shouldn't even be allowed to yeah. play the game. Real gamers don't even yeah. sleep until they beat the game on hard yeah. mode the first time. And I, I especially love the part where if, like, I happen to play a too long session nowadays, my back hurts. Yeah. <laughs> That's my life now. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that with your... Game. What a great video game. Oh, my God. <laughs> is, is that with the, you know, somewhat more money than you should have paid fancy chair you bought with your grown-ass adult money oh no i don't have one of those i should probably invest in one of those maybe that would help i don't know or you just still sitting cross-legged on the floor in front of the pink screen no i i i just have like <laughs> i just have the tv i just have buttons like mad all wall-eyed <laughs> Yeah, no, I just have a really old, like, I, I'm still, like, half my furniture is still hand-me-down stuff from my parents. That, that <laughs> yeah. It still works. I don't need to replace it. Like, I've replaced a few things over the years, but, like, I still, though the recliner is definitely on its last days, which is probably part of my problem right now. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, this house is full of stuff like that here. We're looking at some of it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it. It's the recliner is like, because you have those like five really thick, heavy wires that underrun the seat. And <laughs> two of them have come detached. And so like not, yeah. not a lot of support there anymore. <laughs> and, so, you yeah. know, and you know how many there are because you can feel every one of them. When I, when I didn't have a bed or when I, when I didn't have a lot of money, I had a bed. <laughs> Sorry. Got turned around. When I, did, when I didn't have a lot of money, I was just starting out. With Herman my job. Munster. I mean, Fred I Gwynn. A, I had a bed, and I had had it for a very long time, very long time. And at one point, one of the springs in the bed <laughs> let go while you were laying there, and came through. And 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 now this this side of the bed was no good. Oh, okay. It didn't go I can't, right I can't, in your butt. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't impale me that at that moment. But now I have a spring sticking out. I can't sleep on this side. Didn't of the gore bed. you like a bison. So what did I do with that bed? With that mattress? You flipped it over. I flipped it <laughs> yeah. over and I yeah. slept on it for a suffered couple more years. through it for a while longer. Because <laughs> yeah. the other side, it didn't pop out like that. Yep. <laughs> but now I have a different yeah. bed. <laughs> To be honest, Hooray, I could probably yeah. do with replacing the mattress for this one because I've had it for quite a while. I, I just replaced mine in the last round of President's Day sales oh, there and, you go. <laughs> and switched to one of those nice, firm memory foam ones, and it's, it's really nice. It's what the Founding Fathers would have wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> e pluribus memory foam. <laughs> that, 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 that's what they wanted their holiday to be about what was, was many memory foam. Discount, discount furniture and discount appliances. That's what they always wanted. They, they, they said it on their deathbed, right? <laughs> yep. Ben George Washington ben and Abraham Lincoln got together and they said, hey, when they combine our birthdays into one President's Day, they need to have sales, specifically on furniture and appliances. Exactly. Ben Franklin invented the jingle. <laughs> Not a president. <laughs> Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Should have been. He's on the hundred dollar bill. Damn it. Um, <laughs> Don't have to I was, be a president. I was talking about founding money. fathers. Oh, okay. I, yeah, would yeah, call, yeah. I would call him a founding father. Oh, oh for sure. sure. For sure. Also, a uh, hedonistic sex pot who went to France and did. All the ladies. If uh, the Sam Samuel or the, so if the John Adams, not Samuel. I, I, I was about to say <laughs> if the John Adams miniseries is to be trusted. I, I was about to say all the ladies, all the substances, like like yeah, he, he was a real horn dog. Yeah. <laughs> so every everybody who thinks they're they're part French is actually part American too. <laughs> yeah, you know how got you know got, how, got a little Ben Franklin. You know, how, you know how there's so much Genghis Khan and so many people all over the world because sure. Genghis Khan raped and pillaged everywhere. Uh -huh. Well. Yeah, there's a lot. You of go ben over Franklin. to France. There's a lot of Ben Franklin. <laughs> People are over there doing, doing uh, the, the flying <laughs> kites with keys on them and wearing the, little round glasses. <laughs> well, doing the 23 and Me thing over there in France, and they're getting <laughs> specifically like a little dot in yeah. Philadelphia. Well, and of yeah. course. <laughs> Like sixty-eight yeah. percent Philadelphia. Yeah. What? And, and of course, similarly, <laughs> like if, if you trace if you trace back to anywhere in Europe, you probably have some Viking in you from that particular yeah. era. <laughs> I'm part Genghis Khan, part Viking, and part Ben Franklin. <laughs> 
Good evening, mademoiselle. <laughs> and look Do you at- have any Ben Franklin in you? Would you like some? Oh. Mm. <laughs> and look, look at where that combination <laughs> has gotten the world. Yeah. All right, where are we? Gears, that's Gears, huh? Yeah, that's Gears 5. Gears 5. Not, not, fi- not, not Gears of War 5, and not, Gears 5. And not the fifth gear. No. 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 That's the thing they did with... Uh, if it were a, the uh, race, final, a racing game, they did that involved with, cars more, maybe. They, they did that with the Fast and the Furious movie series, and they did it with the Final Destination movie series as well. There's the Final Destination, the Final Destination Part 2, the Final Destination Part 3, and then is it Part 4 or Part 5? One of them, they just called it Final Destination without the the. Yeah. And that was the next one in the series, but without, and there was no number. Oh. And Fast and the Furious, I think they did that too. They had The Fast and the Furious, and then they had 2, 3, 4, whatever. That, and they, 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 and they then did... they did a movie that was just called Fast and Furious. And, and it's that, one of the number. It's one and, of the and that, ones in the and, series, right. but it doesn't have a number. Well, but now that's, the, and, that, and that's what they named them right? all now. Yeah, yeah. And then, then they started just like changing up the naming almost every movie. Like the eighth one was Fate. Like oh, F8 yeah. of the Furious. Yeah. And that's all the post Paul Walker era, right? Yeah. They started yeah. changing it up. So anyway, do we have a Kevin question? A Kevin question? Yeah. We do. Ooh. Let's hear Kevin's voice. Um oh. I'm gonna start with a postscript here because it says, Sorry, I was unable to record this week. Mm. So I will go back to reading Ooh, Kevin for Smith. Kevin. Smith. Kevin, what? I don't know why I said Kevin Smith. Boy, Ooh, Kevin. I think we'd have more listeners if Kevin Smith was writing in every week. 124 question. He gets high a lot. We could probably convince him if we bug him <laughs> enough. He'd probably just forget about just, it. Just bug him at just, the right time. You just, just you just tweet at him and say, Kevin, you forgot to send us your question <laughs> for our podcast this week. You forgot to be on the podcast. Uh-huh, yeah. Be on the, let's get him yeah. on the Oh, podcast. sure. Here's the link. <laughs> yeah, just just send him a link out of nowhere. Sure, yeah. <laughs> we start recording in half an hour. Why not? I was going to tweet. What's the worst thing that could happen? I was going to tweet at Owen Wilson, but he doesn't have Twitter. Uh, I couldn't find him on Twitter. I, I mean, some public figures don't want to bother with it. Yeah. And oddly, when I discovered that, I thought it kind of made sense. Yeah, if somebody's not going to be on Twitter, it's going to be Owen Wilson. Okay, so what's our question? 124 question. Would you be willing to have your internet search history available for anyone who Googles your name? No. If it meant you would never have to pay for internet again? No. Thanks, Kevin. No, No, done. No. No doubt. I'm also a hard no. My internet doesn't cost me that much. No. The yeah, cost, no. <laughs> the cost, cost of cost. dollars versus that other yeah. cost. <laughs> no, that, that, that there are things the world does not need to know. Doing a quick cost benefit analysis in my head, and no, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we should put this down and do a, like a pros and cons. <laughs> Take your piece of paper, draw a line vertically down the middle, <laughs> or we can do what's called a SWAT. That they talk a about. SWAT? I don't know if it's real or not, but they talk about it in Silicon Valley, where they talk. It's strengths. You have a, qu- uh, a board, and you break it up into four quadrants, and it's strengths, weaknesses, yeah. opportunities, and threats. Yeah. Oh, you S-O- weigh all of your S-W-O-T. options. SWOT. SWOT. Well, well, I feel like like have you? So let's let's compare all those things. And no, no, I'm not. No, yeah. I'll pay for my internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I has like just one that on its own. I feel like would make anyone say no. It's like, have you ever like looked up anime on the internet? You have probably ended up on pages regarding some of the kind of anime you don't want people to know you're aware of at all. <clears throat> Tentacle porn. <clears throat> <laughs> now. Not not even that one. Like, even some <laughs> of the tamer stuff. Like, like the, the, the stuff where it's all, like, high school girls that look like adults that are clearly there to titillate a particular audience. Yeah. No, so no, yeah. I've just, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Search history, new. No. <laughs> Kevin, in a world where internet costs a million dollars a month, maybe. <laughs> no. No. Well, because that means I'm, I've, I've got a million dollars a month to spend on the internet. No. And then means, I could have all that money to myself. It means I don't have and a million. And then go buy an island and retire. No, go away from all of the people who now know my search history. I don't have a million dollars a month. 
And because I don't have a million dollars a month, I don't have internet. Problem solved. No one's ever going to know <laughs> about any of my searches yeah, because I don't have internet anymore. That could go through. No. Question answered. I, yeah, I think. Why would you ask that question? Yeah. I, I, I feel <laughs> like terrible. that's the easiest Kevin question we've ever had. We all agreed pretty quickly on that one. Yeah. I didn't actually read. All three read. of us in agreement. All three. All three of us. It's not worth it. All Four orange whip. Orange whip. Orange whip. Three orange whip. That was a Thank three you, orange whip moment. <laughs> Excellent. Please. Thank you, Kevin. Please send more easy to answer questions. <laughs> Please send more three orange whip questions. <laughs> no, no, don't. <sighs> Are we done? Yeah, I guess. That's an episode. Okay. Hey, Josh, thank you so much yes, thank for you swinging for by. coming back again so soon. Thanks for having me again. I, I, as always, I enjoy it. And now you can go enjoy the rest of your day. Whatever you have going on, you can go and play Gears of War 4 or Gears 5. Five. Or eat McRib or you can watch, 6. Or you can watch The Final Destination. Six or you McRibs. can watch Final Destination. Or you can watch The Fast and the Furious. Or you can watch Fast and Furious. Eat McRibs fast and furiously. Do all of those. Seven McRibs, eight McRibs, nine McRibs. Uh, 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 uh. I, I, I think we know what Mike's plan for the day is. <laughs> one, one McRib. Uh, uh, uh. Mike, where can they find us? <laughs> they can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com. Kevin Smith, come on, nerdburgershow at gmail.com. <laughs> and you can go to uh, nerdburgergames.com to learn about game stuff. You can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy those things. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig promise that if their Twitter count follower, Twitter follower, Twitter follower count reaches one million. They'll dress in punky Brewster clothes. Okay. Do it. Do it, people. Do and it now. film a short video. Okay. We'll reenact. Maybe we'll reenact the opening theme. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to find a building with a fire escape on it. Oh, okay. The, the punky Brewster one. Okay. Yeah. Like, how do we reenact our own opening theme? Well, it's we'll a have our song. Guests, we'll have guests come out and they'll I be guess the we people. could listen to the whole song and find out what the lyrics are. We'll car- carry their groceries to their car. Josh, can we carry punky your Brewster, groceries sure. to your car? I, I will nickel? absolutely be a part of this. <laughs> hey, I bet. Uh, does does uh, your apartment have any fire escapes on it? Mm, I don't believe so. No, we're going to have to find some place with fire escapes. It's a big brick building, but it doesn't have fire escapes. No, mm. we're all going to die. If it, yeah, we've I've talked about that before. Things go south in my apartment. You know, there's yeah. giant windows smashing in, and you know I'm going to oh, get yeah, tangled right. up in in, giant in, the, in the blinds. Sure, die yeah, from getting cut by the glass, and yeah, it's it's bad. Well, that was a tornado specifically, I think. Yeah, not a fire. We didn't talk about fire. Yeah, the fire shows up. Yeah, I'm probably okay to get. I mean, it's, um, if as long yeah. as I can get away from the smoke and the fire, the building itself isn't going to kill me for a fire because it's all it's heavy timber, so it's like it's going to take a long time for anything to collapse. Yeah, heavy timber. It, it, it was built as a factory, wasn't yeah, it? Was, it's a, it, it, it was, was made to factory. stand up to some is that, stuff. Is that Type Four construction? Oh, that would be Type Four construction. Yes, I learned something. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Type Four construction because I'd rather talk about the make rib. No, I'm kidding. I'd rather <laughs> talk about Type Four construction. I was about to say, don't tease Mike like that. He will run with it. I was gonna say, you know what fire is good for? Grilling mitt ribs. No, and they, there it is. No, they use a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it still tastes good. See, now I'm pict- <laughs> now I'm picturing I've been watching a lot of like Rhett, Rhett and Link stuff recently and apparently uh Rhett and Link are two guys on YouTube who have like uh influencers? Uh, I I would say they they are at that level. Awesome. But um <clears throat> they <laughs> okay. On one of the episodes like Rhett's love of McRibs came up <laughs> and at, at one point they have him on camera and just like he got like nearly half the sandwich in one bite. Like, just wanted to gobble that thing down. Yeah, I've done that. Rhett, Rhett and Link. They yeah. they are two guys from North Carolina who have known each other since like middle school. Who now work together in L.A. Like, 
they, they for a long time they had a series that involved like doing like funny faux commercials like i don't know if you remember the the chuck testa taxidermy commercial meme thing like no. that was them that made oh, that okay. commercial that that spawned that meme no you said his name and all i could think of was Rhett and scarlet sitting in Terra while it burns eating mcribs yeah. with sauce all yeah. over no, it, it was this, I, I think this commercial right, came Right, that's a thing, right, no. Tara? That was the house. It, mm. it, was, it, on, it, it was on fire. Yeah. It was a commercial they made for this taxidermist, and, like, he he would, like, they would show one of his animals, like, that he, he had made, or stuff, come, <laughs> coming out of the bush, and is like, is this uh, whatever it is? And he'd stick his head out and be like, nope, Chuck Testa. And it was a long, it was like back in the early days when memes ran forever. Well, like. So they were playing with taxidermied animals? It, well, it was this commercial they had made for this. I can't remember where this guy works out of, but this dude whose job was to do taxidermy. And they made this commercial for him and it like blew up his business as oh, well. Okay. Like it like it actually helped him out a great deal. And it became this like multi-year running meme back in the days where memes weren't forgotten the next day. Yeah. How many taxidermists do you think, uh, you know, an average metropolitan area has or needs one? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> for a few million people I, actually i would think a rural area would need it more because that's wh where your hunters are is where there would be Maybe. the need for that do you want to go to the big city and get your beaver stuffed <laughs> <laughs> though, though to be fair like i i live in a part of atlanta that's still rural enough to have a fair bit of hunting so there there probably are taxidermists near me for all i know <laughs> Oh, wow. Thanks, Craig. You're welcome.